hope you guys are all celebrating some big adulting milestones this season. And you know what? Finding the perfect gift for those celebrations can be kind of tough. I have the solution over at grownupgear.com. We have adorable hats, totes, mugs, pillows, tees, and seriously, the most cozy and comfortable sweatshirts. They're all on grownupgear.com and all at affordable prices. We even now have digital gift certificates if you can't decide. Use code GROWNUP for 15% off your first order. Buying from our small business helps to support this free podcast. And you know what? We really appreciate it. Thanks, guys. So if you're feeling that burnout from social media, like you're on it too much or you feel like you've had to post too much, just take a step back and think, what is comfortable for me? Is it posting something once a week? Is it going on once a day? Is it just looking at professional posts or focusing on personal? Whatever it is feels right, create a plan and write it down for yourself. You're listening to Money Tips for Financial Grownups with me, certified financial planner, Bobby Rebel, author of How to Be a Financial Grownup. And you know what? When it comes to money, being a grownup is hard, but together we got this. Hey, grown-up friends. I hope everyone is having a great fall and getting into some kind of a good routine because that is one of the many ways to avoid what we're going to talk about today, which is burnout. And there's a lot of talk, by the way, about how to avoid burnout and so many great tips that are already out there. But here's the thing. What do you do if you were already in the burnout phase and you don't know how to even get out of it? This has been happening to me. So as some of you know, this summer, I sort of blocked everything out to finish up my next book, which will be out next spring. All good. People were very understanding. I told everyone, get in touch. Early fall, I'm going to have tons of time. In fact, I don't even know what I'm going to do with myself. I'm going to have so much time and I can't wait to hang out with you and to do these work-related things and it's going to be great. Well, you can guess what happened. The minute I handed in that book, everything came crashing down. And of course, these are good problems to have because I want to see my friends and I want to take advantage of these great work opportunities, except it all came at me at once and I really wasn't ready. It just was kind of like going from zero to 60 overnight. And I had total overwhelm and very quickly I found myself burned out, especially because As many of you probably have experienced during this pandemic, we just aren't doing as much. So when you suddenly are in a position where you're being invited to different social events that you want to go to and different work things and just plans to see friends and do different things, it's just so much. And I don't know how we did it before. All this to say, I reached out to my friend, career and life coach, Elizabeth Carazza. She had some amazing ideas for me. And this is stuff, honestly, I usually roll my eyes at, but she actually had specific things that we can do. And by the way, I should mention, part of the reason that we were talking is because she has a new podcast called the Speaking Up Podcast, which we will talk about in our interview. Elizabeth, as some of you know, and I used to work together at Reuters, we were both TV anchors. And since leaving, she has become a leader in her field in life and career coaching. You should definitely check out that Speaking Up podcast. But first, I want you to listen to my interview with Elizabeth Carazza. Here she is. Elizabeth Carazza, you are a financial grown-up. Welcome back to the podcast. Oh, I'm so thrilled to be here, Bobby. Thank you for having me. Always great to have you on. You are definitely a friend of the podcast. And speaking of podcasts, congratulations on 
your new podcast, The Speaking Up Podcast. Oh, thank you so much. It's something I've wanted to do for so many years and really help empower people to speak up for themselves and ask for what they want. So I'm just excited that it's doing really well. Well, you are rolling out the episodes. I know it's already a top ranked one. So everyone should definitely check out the Speaking Up podcast. We're going to talk about that more in a few minutes. But first, first of all, well, I have to confess, we're very good friends. I asked you to come back on the podcast because of something that came up in our own private conversations that I really thought would be something of value for the grown-up community, and that is my burnout. There's so many people out there with advice on how to avoid burnout, and that is wonderful and great. However, when you're in burnout, there's a lot less advice, but you have some great strategies. And so thank you for bringing them to us. Can't wait. I can't wait to get to it. Yeah. And this has been something that's been a big topic for your clients, especially that you've been talking about a lot with your clients in the pandemic. Why do you think, before we get to your tips, why has this been so much worse in the pandemic when in some ways I feel like we're doing less. So I feel guilty about feeling burned out when there's actually less to do. And yet I'm stressed out and burned out, my friend. You know, how you're feeling is completely normal and natural. And I think everyone needs to know that because during the pandemic, we had a lot of extra pressures and we're still in it. We are still in it. It, It's not over. We're just trying to live you know, as normal as possible. So we've all had stress of getting COVID, loss of loved ones, quarantining, job loss, new jobs, uh, all of a sudden, maybe taking care of family, extended family members, children at, at home, you're homeschooling all of a sudden, all kinds of things we never thought we would have to do. We are adding to our plate that might have already been full. So true. And yes, many of us parents now have kids going back to school, but we're feeling burned out from the last year and a half and stressed out about what happens if they get sent right back home. So, so much to talk about. Let's get to the tips that you sent over to me that we're going to go over. First of all, if you're feeling overwhelmed, what should we be doing? Well, you want to stop, look, and listen, okay? If you're feeling that sense of overwhelm, You want to sit with it. Where is it? Is it in your chest? Is it in your gut? What makes you feel overwhelmed? Okay. And then stop yourself and ask, what is causing it? Write down what your biggest pain points are. Is it financial? Is it the kids? Is it external pressures? Are you not getting along? I mean, with your spouse or boyfriend or girlfriend? You want to really think about all of this and you have to pinpoint what is causing the overwhelm. Yeah. And we talked about a lack of control. Sometimes things are happening to us that we never thought about. We could not have been prepared about and yet we have to manage that. And that kind of burns us out. Exactly. Often what stresses us and that's what causes the burnout is the stress. We are focusing on things we cannot control. Okay. We cannot control when the pandemic is going to be over, but we can control other things. So you want to focus on what you can control. The feeling of being in control and in charge will help you to avoid burnout. And when you're in burnout, it will help you get out of it. Tip number two, look at what is on your plate. Yes. Is it overflowing? 
chances are if you're overwhelmed, you've got too much on your plate. So what can you do? Who can you delegate to? What can you delete from your calendar or at least push it to a later date? Okay. All the time. And this happened to me the other day. I just felt like my calendar was just so packed and I had so much going on. And I feel like we're even doing more as we're trying to go back to normal after what we've just experienced in the past year and a half. So think about all these things and then take action. What can I take off my plate? And it's hard because we're so conflicted because I have, for example, friends that I am dying to see. I haven't seen it so long. And at the same time, I'm hesitant because I just don't want that calendar to get so crowded because exactly. I'm afraid of even exaggerating the burnout that I'm already feeling. I'm, and we've gotten used to having more time to ourselves. Exactly. And I feel like what you're really saying is, what are my priorities? Yes, I want to see people and I want to see friends I haven't seen in a long time, but maybe thinking about spacing that out and what feels comfortable for you. You know, so many other people are saying, you know, I'm not used to doing so much. You know, as we start to try to go back to normal, people are used to being at home and spending a lot of time at home. So thinking about slowly going back into it and not jamming the calendar is really going to help you with that feeling of overwhelm just to dissipate it. Tip number three, listen to your body, mind and emotions. Yes, yes, and yes. And I touched upon that earlier in our conversations. If you don't know if you're in overwhelm or you're feeling burnt out, listen to your body. When you're speaking to a certain person, does that give you anxiety? Does that cause overwhelm? When you're doing a certain project or task, does that feel overwhelming? When just the thought of doing something feels overwhelming, you want to stop and ask yourself, how can I help myself in this moment? Is it setting a goal around this? Is it taking action? Is it asking for help. It's so important to ask for help when we're feeling like this and to ask for help so we can avoid feeling like this because it's really important to remember people are not mind readers. They don't know what you're feeling. Even, you know, you've got people that have been together for 20 years. They don't always know what you're thinking and feeling. So you have to tell people what you want. That's such a good reminder because sometimes we get frustrated because we think people should be able to read our minds and we have to actually be told by someone like you, <laughs> no, they can't read your minds, believe it or not, no matter how long they've known you, even if they're related to you, they're not mind readers. The other thing we've talked about burnout from, and, and I experienced this, is I really had a social media burnout. I mean, I really enjoy social media. I love posing questions to the grown-up community and having people interact and hearing from people. But this summer, when I was in the middle of writing, finishing up writing, I should say, my book, which we'll talk about later, it's coming out in the spring, but I was in the middle of this and I just decided to go cold turkey. And I really went off Instagram for more than a month. And I, I missed that interaction. But right now, I also just feel a lot of burnout. What's your advice for people that feel like they have social media burnout? Is it to just cut it cold turkey like I did for a while? Or is there a way to sort of balance things? It's okay to take a break. If you don't want to be on social every day and posting every day, you don't have to go at your own pace. So if you're feeling that burnout from social media, like you're on it too much, or you feel like you've had to post too much, just take a step back and think, what is comfortable for me? Is it posting something once a week? 
Is it going on once a day? Is it just looking at professional posts or focusing on personal? Whatever it is feels right, create a plan and write it down for yourself. Because when we don't write it down, it can cause tornado brain. When that stress and everything else is swirling around in your mind, it feels like a tornado. Okay. That's what often overwhelm feels like. And that's a new expression for me, tornado brain. Wow. Yes. Many of us feel tornado brain. So tornado brain. Okay. Exactly. I'm going to use that. I'm going to tell people I have tornado brain. It, it needs to stop. Okay. Wait, that's all great advice. People could get more great advice. I'm so impressed. You just started a new podcast, but you actually pumped out quite a few episodes. It's now going to go to only twice a week, but there's a bunch of them already out there. It's called the Speaking Up Podcast. And it's really, at this point, it's all you, although I'm hoping you'll start doing interviews so I can get in there too. Tell us more about the Speaking Up Podcast. Yes. It's a lot of my experience growing up being very fearful of speaking up for myself and and being afraid of public speaking and fearful and, and just being afraid to ask for what I want. And then, as you know, of course, as a Reuters television anchor, that all changed when I started my career in television news and I was on air. All of a sudden, I'm thrust into the spotlight and you have to speak up. You have to speak your mind. You need a strategy. You need a career strategy. You need to have a plan. So I share all of these tips and tricks and my top advice in my podcast. And I, of course, Bobby, I would love to have you on when I start to have guests because right now it's a solo podcast, but pretty soon I'll be having people on. I am there anytime you want. Where can people be in touch with you in addition to checking out the Speaking Up podcast wherever they listen to podcasts? Yes, wherever they listen to podcasts and on social media, when you have a unique name like Elizabeth Carazza, you often get your own handle. Uh, so my handle is at Elizabeth Carazza, and that's K-O-R-A-C-A. And my website, of course, is full of information and advice on me and my career coaching services. So that's ElizabethCarazza.com. I love it. Thank you so much for joining me and indulging me because I really needed this advice. And like I said, I really hope that our grown-up community benefited as well because I know so many people out there are feeling the burnout and avoiding it is one thing, but sometimes we can't avoid it and we need to just deal with it and manage it. And these are amazing tips. So thank you so much. So thrilled to be here. Thanks for having me on, Bobby. I always feel so much better after talking with Elizabeth. Here are some of my big takeaways. First of all, make the effort to actually write down your biggest pain points. I'm usually lazy about this, but I find that when I did it after Elizabeth told me to, it seemed much more manageable just to see the words on the page. Also, be realistic. Is your plate overflowing? Maybe you just have to say no and do less. And you can say no even if you don't have a conflict. You don't have to give an explanation. Sometimes it's better to just say, I can't do it, and maybe schedule it further out like Elizabeth said. And then finally, listen to your body, your mind, and your emotions and get control. Set goals. And then, this is key for me at least, actually put them in your calendar. And that goes along with the whole idea of writing things down because they just seem less scary and less overwhelming when you write them down rather than just having them all in your head. I love the term tornado brain that she used. I hadn't really thought of that, but that's something that I think I have a lot. 
I hope this helped you. And if you know friends that you think might be feeling this way, please share this episode. I would really love to grow the podcast, which is free to you, but it does cost me to produce. I have a wonderful team and they do get paid. Another way to support the podcast is to write reviews on Apple Podcasts or any platform you listen to that has reviews. Please do rate and review. And sometimes this is so easy. The best way to get the word out is to share a screenshot on social media. It's totally free. It takes just a second. And just tag me if it's on Instagram at BobbyRebel1, Twitter just at BobbyRebel. And if you do so, that's great because I can then thank you. And it's also, you know what? It's just really nice for me to see that you guys are out there and you're listening. It means so much when you send me DMs on Instagram or just notes in whatever format you choose. It just means a lot. It means a lot. I also appreciate my dear friend, career and life coach, and the host of the Speaking Up podcast, Elizabeth Carazza, and she did a great job helping us all be financial grownups. Money Tips for Financial Grownups is a production of BRK Media, LLC. Editing and production by Steve Stewart. Guest coordination, content creation, social media support, and show notes by Ashley Wall. You can find the podcast show notes, which include links to resources mentioned in the show, as well as show transcripts, by going to my website, bobbyrebell.com. You can also find an incredible library of hundreds of previous episodes to help you on your journey as a financial grown-up. The podcast and tons of complimentary resources associated with the podcast is brought to you for free, but I need to have your support in return. Here's how you can do that. First, connect with me on social media at BobbyRebel1 on Instagram and BobbyRebel on both Twitter and on Clubhouse, where you can join my Money Tips for Grownups Club. Second, share this podcast on social media and tag me so I can thank you. You can also leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Reading each one means the world to me. And you know what? It really motivates others to subscribe. You can also support our merch shop, grownupgear.com, by picking up fun gifts for your grown-up friends and treating yourself as well. And most of all, help your friends on their journey to being financial grown-ups by encouraging them to subscribe to the podcast. Together, we got this. Thank you for your time and for the kind words so many of you send my way. See you next time. And thank you for supporting Money Tips for Financial Grownups.